Hey guys, it's Danny here real quick just to pop in before this episode and give you guys a little content warning. Um, we get into some heavier topics today, namely child abuse and suicide, so if that's too much, no shame in backing out on this one, but on to the episode. Four, three, two. Welcome to What We Missed, episode one. I'm Danny. I'm Garen. I'm Jacob. And today we're talking about some deep shit. So this one's gonna be fun. Uh, I figured we could take a step back and kind of go more into us as people so that going forward, people know our experiences. So when we ask people about theirs, it gives a little bit of perspective and some back and forth for uh, you know, what we know and versus what other people know or what other people talk about, I guess. Um, and there is some heavy hitting shit. So I guess content warning, especially for my side of things. Um, no, there's no easy way to say it. It's just straight up child abuse stuff. So, you know, um, I don't even, I, I debated on like how to go about it or even if I was going to talk about it at all. Uh, but I figured since I'm asking other people to come on this platform and put their shit out there, it's only fair if I'm willing to do the same. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be fun for the first like five minutes. So sorry if like you're listening to this on your way to work at like 6am and you, <laughs> you're going to just hear some like, I want to start dark, my sad, yeah, you're going to hear some like dark, sad shit. So sorry about that. Um, but, you know, it's kind of what this is about. So, uh, but like I said, so I guess I'll just start about like when I was a kid, it was just a straight up abusive household that I lived in. Um, and my mom would like physically beat us, but she was also pretty manipulative and like just not a great parent in general. So sorry, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> but, you know, straight up, um, it was like to the point where like literally when we were like at home, if we were just after school, we were home and our mom was at work when we knew that she was coming home, like we would get actually like scared because like we would, we would hear the car pull in the, the driveway and we'd be like, fuck, is anything wrong in the house? Like we would like all just kind of jump up from our seats like as like oh shit is everything okay like is there going to be something that she's going to get mad about or like did we forget to take the chicken out of the fridge you know just like was anything wrong at all in the house and we would like do this like freak out like run around for a couple of seconds and then be like what are we doing everything's fine and like sit down and try to calm down um that was fun <laughs> for sure and um she did this really fucked up thing. She, she, so she told us about how her mom, our grandma would make her go out back and pick out a stick to get hit with, which is fucked up on its own. Right. Um, but she would do the same thing to us, but with a spoon out of the drawer, like a, you know, like a big spoon, like you used to like make shit. She would like tell us like, go get a spoon out of the drawer whenever we fucked up and we knew that meant we were getting spanked and if we picked one that wasn't gonna hurt 
she'd be like, nah, go pick a different one. Like if it didn't suit her what she wanted, she'd make us go get another one. Um, so yeah. And there's always been like this thing in the back of my head of like, I'm sure she always thought I'm never going to turn to my mom, you know? And I'm sure that her mom thought the same thing. I'd never, I would never, I would never. And, but of course they did. And so it's like that thing for me of like, I, I know I wouldn't ever, but what if I did? And it's just this like big fear I always have. So, um, yeah. Um, moving on a little bit from that, but not really, uh, <laughs> So because of all that and because our dad wasn't like super present all the time and I know there's reasons for that because my mom used to do the same shit that she did to us that she she would do the same to him before like we were all born and maybe even when like my oldest sisters were young but at a certain point he put a stop to it um, for himself but so I'm sure it was like hard for him to like be in that household knowing what he went through with her so you know i don't necessarily blame him for all that for like not being as present or like not doing as much to stop it but um yeah so since like that was kind of a parent dynamic me and my siblings sort of raised each other more than we were raised by our parents um so now we're like incredibly close and you guys know this i love the fuck out of my sisters <laughs> and we're like the yeah. closest shit ever um so i'm grateful for, for that part of it but not with the way that it came up sort of um so yeah and then i definitely like don't remember a lot of my childhood because i sort of block out that side of things you know like i remember good stuff yeah. i remember meeting I don't remember meeting you, Garen, but I remember that, like, we, you know, because we were so young. Yeah. I don't remember, like, the actual, like, hi, my name's Garen. But I remember, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember, like, knowing you and being in elementary school with you and stuff. So, like, I remember right. good things, but I don't remember, like, a lot of it because I just straight up, like, blocked out. And I, th and I always assumed that I got, like, the least of, the abusive side of stuff but i just honestly don't know because i blocked it all out sort of if that makes sense yeah. like i i just i straight up don't know if i got the same level of everyone else and that kind of makes me feel bad if i got off easy somehow you know even though it's not like on me that i didn't get hit as much it's just, I don't know. It feels, you know what I mean? Like it feels sort of yeah. like guilty that they went through more shit than I did. Um, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. So that's, that's another tough part for me. Um, but like I said, me and Garen met like first grade or something. It was the first grade. I think we always say, was, I think cause that's, I'm pretty sure it was around like first or second grade. Yeah, but... I know it was definitely elementary school, but I, Feel like it was first grade i don't know for sure it doesn't necessarily yeah. matter that much <laughs> but um yeah um i kind of just have like bullet points that i wanted to hit on so i'll just kind of run through them um okay, i guess this isn't a very fun topic either divorce <laughs> it's great but uh when i was like either 10 or 11 i don't really remember i do like remember sitting down with my parents they were like everyone come in the living room let's talk and i was like oh what's going on they're like we're getting a divorce i was like oh shit I was like great um 
but my sisters, like my oldest sister and my second oldest sister definitely knew what was going on because they like, are, you know, they're way older. They could pick up the hints and they knew um, that things weren't great. So they knew what was going on and they kind of like held my hand because they knew that I was going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was like 10. Um, so that was nice. And then like a year or two later, my dogs got put down, which sucks. So it was like a rough couple of years. Um, when I was like 10 to like 12 or 13, it was just like really weird and tough. And then like the, my dogs got put down. That was really sad. Um, and then when I was in middle school, I, I just like didn't give a fuck about school at that point, which like who really does. But um, my grades were like not that good at a certain point because I was just like, I just didn't care enough. And then that like, of course, wasn't good with my mom because she was always pissed at me for not you know completing schoolwork or whatever which was kind of like just this vicious cycle where you know she would be pissed that I didn't do my stuff so I'd be like trying to hide it because I knew I was going to get in trouble and like could take a beating if I got caught so of course I'm going to try and hide it and then from hiding it she'd find it and knew I hit it and then get more pissed. So it was just like this, this really shitty like thing. So middle school was like really rough, like home life wise, but school and everything was like in terms of like friends and joining track and everything, it was great. But the home life for middle school was like tough shit. Um, and then when I was like, 15 and a half you guys know I volunteered at the Y like ever since I was like eight years old or some shit um and so it kind of just like made more sense for me to get a job at the Y because I was already always there so I like at 15 and a half when I was like just old enough to get a job I did um so I was definitely like growing up kind of quick for a lot of reasons but that was like a big one was like as soon as I was old enough I got a job and then um, I immediately started like thinking about becoming a lifeguard because I started off as a slide attendant and they were like, you should be a lifeguard. And I was like, I can't swim that well. And they're like, too bad. And so I just kind of like fell into that and then um, did that for like five years on and off lifeguarding. And that definitely matured me because when you're like 16 and then everyone in the pool, like their life is on your hands. It's like this giant thing where, you know, you have to grow up quick with that like you have to mature and take it seriously so uh it was definitely a good experience i'm not saying that as like a bad thing but uh it was definitely like eye-opening of like you know some things are a lot more intense than you think uh, and then sophomore year of high school we had to move because we just couldn't afford the house that we were living in anymore and there was also it was just me my youngest sister and my mom and it's like this giant you guys I, I think both of you have seen the house you know how big the house was there's no reason we should be living there with three people um but so we moved into like a little smaller apartment we had to downsize thank god we didn't have to move schools because that would have been a whole life-altering thing i can't even imagine um and sophomore year is also the year that i met jacob so that's fun little tidbit <laughs> but like by <laughs> met by met it was like we literally just met sophomore year like we didn't like <laughs> become friends we were like we worked together on like one project and then didn't really one talk. day yeah yeah one project <laughs> for one day and then uh junior year, we actually became friends and i 
convincing the droid track and all that stuff. And then, you know, uh, and then after high school, I went straight to college and we kind of talked about this last time, so I won't get too deep into it, but hated that shit. Um, <laughs> not for me, for sure. I mean, I know it works for some people like Jacob, you're obviously in it and you go, you know, you're, you're good with it. And, um, I'm not trying to say it as like fuck college in general, just for me, it's not what I, it kind of felt like I went through like 12 years of school like being forced to go through school and i was like sweet i'm free for like a summer and then you just go right back into it you know like you become this adult and like you think you have all this freedom but then you kind of just get sucked right back into you know going to school again and it didn't really feel like what i wanted to do yeah so i dropped out moved back home uh went back to the y and then covid hit fun topic there jesus but um yeah covid hit so then i had to find a new job because they like laid off i think it was like 80 percent of everyone at the y was like just fucked they were like sorry we can't afford it anymore so then i had to go work at a slr and that place sucked it was just packing boxes all damn day walking around with this little hand cart and like it was so boring they treated us like shit they were all about like get your numbers up get your numbers up get your numbers up and if you like got your numbers a little bit down like you weren't quick enough then they like shit on you and if you like did it two weeks in a row then they were like you're gonna get fired it was just like such a toxic thing where it's like you have to keep your numbers up the entire time and like it wasn't super hard to hit your numbers but if you just had a bad day or like you got a shitty cart or something then they just didn't really have things in place for that you know Mm-hmm. So that just sucked. Um, hated it. But when I decided to quit there is also when I decided to move up here because I figured, well, there's a lot of reasons I don't necessarily want to get into, but um, yeah, I moved up back up here like just over a year at this point. I've lived up here now. Um, got a dog. You can kind of see right there. Where is Maybe. Yeah. Um, and now I have a whole new life in Kent. It's really weird, but I love it. I guess that's my whole spiel. Sorry, it's like sad as fuck at the beginning. That's why I was like, how do I do that? Like, I can't talk about like my life from start to finish without starting off with like the worst shit because it was my childhood. Mm-hmm. So I feel kind of bad being super sad at the start of this, but there's not really another way for me to go about it. So who wants the the floor now <laughs> don't all jump at the chance <laughs> uh, I, I guess uh, I guess I'll go and like um, I said there's no obligation to like right, right 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 to talk about things you don't feel comfortable talking about yeah let's see well I guess I mean what do you want to what do you want to know just like a general spiel of like kind of just my life experience up until now yeah, I mean, it, if you want, I, I don't want to, like, force you into a corner with talking about stuff. I decided to just kind of go from start to finish just because that makes the most sense for my brain. But mm-hmm. it's up to you. You can, like, hit big points in your life or do whatever you want. I don't really care. Well, uh, mine's kind of the same. My my life didn't really start off at a high point. Um <laughs> when so so we're two for two is what you're saying pretty much um 
it is, I, I almost kind of laughed when you said, so my next bullet point, divorce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, just because for as long as I can remember almost, I mean, my parents have been separated. Um, I mean, I, I might have like a couple faint memories of my mom and dad together. I think I think the earliest memory I have, I think is both of them dropping me off at preschool. And that's the last memory I have. Like after that, it, they've been separated. Um, uh, I, that's kind of bittersweet to me because like, I, I'm, I, I would almost say I'm kind of happy they did that while me and my brother were super young because, uh, it, it just was normal to me. Yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. Gr- growing up, it never really affected me all that much. Um, it, it was tough at times. There, there were a lot of times, uh, at least for me, that like. So I guess let me preface this by saying like we had a Griffin and I, my little brother, we had a certain schedule we would do uh to spend time with both of our parents which i'm very thankful that they were both really civil um they've always both communicated really well and i'm extremely thankful for that um even to this day they still talk like they're friends and whatever but uh so our our schedule if you if you call it that was um mondays wednesdays and um weekends we'd be at my mom's and then Tuesdays, Thursdays, and every other weekend, we'd be with my dad. Um, so, yeah, like, over those, like, 18, 19 years that I was living at home, uh, like, I got to spend a pretty equal amount of time with both my mom and my dad. But it was, it was tough at times. You know, there would be some times where, like, say my dad would go on a business trip or my mom would go on vacation or for whatever reason, Griffin and I would have to choose whose house we wanted to go to. It always felt like, at least to me, because I was always kind of an emotional kid. Um, like, I, I'd always be like, oh, I don't want to disappoint one of my parents or I don't want them to feel like shit yeah. because I'm choosing to go one place or the other. Um, I ended up getting over that pretty quick. Um, and Danny, like you mentioned, you know, we've known each other since elementary school but I honestly like I'm kind of the same way I don't really have a bunch of memories from when I was a kid um like I I really just remember only like the good stuff or like just some of the good times I've had but apart from that I don't really remember a whole lot um and I I'm not really sure why I haven't really thought about that honestly in a long time but uh yeah, just for me personally, I just, I don't know, just never really focused on it. Um, but as far as school goes, I mean, everything was pretty average growing up. I mean, uh, you know, I never really had trouble making friends at school, but I was very particular about who I chose to become friends with. I'm, I always have been like that. I don't know if that's just because I'm very introverted like when I'm around new people or for whatever reason, I just do my own thing. And then the friends I made were the friends I made. That makes sense. Um, 
but I, I would say nothing like super eventful, like life changing happened. I guess joining orchestra was really nice. I did that. I joined orchestra in sixth grade. That that was really fun. I made a lot of friends through that. And that was something I figured out that I'm like super passionate about music. Like just listening to it, discovering new music, trying to create my own music, which has <laughs> that's been a journey in and of itself. But well, I'm sure that's like, not easy to like <laughs> that's one of those things we gotta like find your sound. And that takes yeah. a while. Yeah. Also, I'm not the best at really playing. <laughs> well, that's fine. You gotta start somewhere. I mean, even like with, even with this, like but, we had to start somewhere. You know, right. everything creative, you gotta kind of get right. a baseline before you find out what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that that was definitely uh that was something that helped me a lot. Uh, it's just, it was a way for me to express myself a lot of times because I never really like I'm never really vocal about it you know I'm not one to just be like oh hey I'm feeling like shit or I'm feeling great today I just kind of keep it to myself um unless unless it's like really bothering me but yeah I wouldn't say anything like super eventful happened really until my junior year of high school that was a low point for me like a really low point uh so i don't know if i ever talked to you guys about this but um so in junior year i started going to therapy um i was not okay by a long shot um i definitely tried not to let anyone see it but it got to a point where i was just like having these certain thoughts every single day all the time and I just went to my parents and I was like I was like man I don't want to do this to them like I don't want to hurt my family I don't want to hurt my friends and so I went to them and I was like I, I just told them I think I need to go to therapy like I, I really need to there's nothing wrong so with we, that like you know right. asking for help is fucking hard mm-hmm. um and this is the exact moment that, like, my life kind of started going back up again, or at least as far as, like, my mental health. Um, I remember the very first session. I remember exactly how uh, it started. My therapist was sitting across from me, and she was sitting on her chair with a little, like, notepad or an iPad or clipboard or whatever. I'm assuming it had like a list of questions on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we had even gone in there, she had asked me because both my dad and my mom were there. Um, she said, do you want this first session to be kind of like a family session so we can get like just kind of a, a baseline for you and also so your parents will hear you and understand how you're feeling right now. And I, I told her, yeah, I, I agreed to it. And so... I remember sitting in there, like I said, her sitting in her little chair with her little list of questions or whatever. And my dad was sitting on my left side. My mom was sitting on my right. And she's asking me all these, all these questions. I don't remember any of the other questions. Um, and then she, she asked like the, the million dollar question. Um, she asked if I was having those certain thoughts 
And I remember sitting there thinking, like, man, I don't want to say shit. Like, I'd rather just say no, act like I'm fine and be whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just go home. And I was like, but my parents, have, they're already here. They're supporting me right now. I asked for this. They're spending money on it. And I'm not going to get any better if I say no. And so I had to, you know, kind of nut up and, <laughs> and just be like, yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's, I said, yes, I, I have been. And I remember in that exact moment, it like plays in slow motion in my head, but like, I don't even remember looking at my dad. I looked at my mom and like, just tears were rolling down her face. Just It was like a river. And that was, that was really hard. Like I, I kind of broke down and was just like, this is the start of the healing process. You got to start off really shit <laughs> to get yeah. to a better place, you know, um, which that was really hard for a long time, but that's, that, that's a huge reason. I'm so close with my mom now, even I think, um, but even, yeah, even through therapy, I learned not, not even just how to deal with those kinds of thoughts, but just a lot of coping mechanisms and tools that I use really frequently, actually, uh, even to this day, um, it just helped me keep a good mindset, helped me, you know, build my mental health to be in a better place. Um, but since then, um, I mean, it's been a lot better, you know, after you know, graduated high school, uh, all of us did. And then I moved out pretty shortly after that, actually. I moved out of my parents' house, uh, I think when I was 19. And then, you know, I got a job. I was working at, I was working at Discount Tire still when I moved out. And then, I'm pretty sure I was. And then right at the start of the pandemic uh, is actually when I got this job with Valley Interior Systems, which I absolutely love. I mean, it's been a great company. It's been a great company. Um they are a really good company. Like I, I genuinely really do like it. Um, everybody there has been pretty nice for the most part. Obviously, you know, you'll have those guys you work with that are just straight up assholes all the time, but yeah, that's, that's hard to get around. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say in general, like a solid 90% of the people I come into contact with every day are they're good, genuine people. Um, you know, they, they're just good people. I'm, I'm happy with the place I'm at now. Um, but one thing I do want to touch up on is like, so for me personally, I haven't really struggled much in my life so far. Um, I haven't really had to deal with a lot of stuff apart from what I was talking about in my junior year. Um, either, I don't know, sometimes like, sometimes I'll have people that come and try and like talk to me about stuff. And of course, like, of course I want to try and help or at least just listen. Um, but I always kind of feel, uh, almost essentially like survivor's guilt, if that makes sense. Hey, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I get the same, but for different reasons, but go on. Right. Like just that in my mind, in my mind, it's like, 
a lot of times what ends up happening is I sit there thinking like, well, man, I've never, I've never experienced anything like that. So how the fuck am I going to help? But then I always end up just, you know, I just tell myself if I just try and listen and just talk to them, you know, that's about the most, the, the best thing I can do. And another um, thing, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, no, okay. I don't, it so okay when everyone talks about like their own like demons i guess i hate using that word but um like when you talk about your own like struggles and stuff it it's hard to not compare but you it's you kind of have to remember like everything's relative and like if you haven't oh jacob's gone uh if you haven't like gone through certain things you just haven't you know like it, yeah. and and your struggles are, are it's fine to think of them as big deals because they are to you if, it, if that's what you've right. gone through that's what you've gone through right. yeah. you shouldn't like i don't know you shouldn't downplay just because like what you've gone through just because it isn't as much as others even though it's hard right. yeah and you know you you always want to compare but it's just right. you kind of have to take a step back and realize that it is all relative to what you've experienced. So sorry, right. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go on. No, you're okay. Um, it, it, one thing I think that's brought out in me is is like how empathetic I I try to be. I you know I may not have you know I I haven't experienced the same things that you may have, Danny, or that Jacob has. Um, but I try to be able. I try to put myself in their shoes and just kind of just just empathize with how they're feeling like you know just trying to at really listen to whoever's you know confiding in me um and just try I just try to be a helpful person whether that means me just shutting up and listening or trying to come up with a good piece of advice to help if if that makes sense <laughs> no, you're right you're right and and it, sometimes it's hard to know which avenue to take because mm-hmm. some people just need to vent and some people need to hear it, it's all going to be okay or whatever um and it helps to ask them and they might not know but it does help right. with either if you're the one that needs to talk about it it's helpful to say like hey i just want to talk or i need to hear blah blah or whatever but yeah uh, yeah it's always hard to gauge what exactly people need unless they just straight up tell you right yeah that was a um kind of something that i agree with you on that is that's something i actually you know try and ask if someone like asks me if they can talk to me about something, I'm like, okay, do you just want me to sit back and listen? Or like, do you want me to just let you vent? Or do you want me to like give you my thoughts on it? Or, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Um, and I mean, a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, some of my, like my friends have said that it, it's helped. Sometimes they say it doesn't really help. And, you know, I'm, I can just do the best I can um but yeah so (laughs) to kind of reel it back in uh just like my life I've had struggles here and there but um it's 
it's been okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's fair to say. Um, I guess Jacob, I believe it is your turn to take the floor. My name's Jacob. I grew okay. So, yeah, my story is a bit different than you guys. My parents are still together, but yeah. So I grew up. Yeah, in Grove City, my whole life, the earliest memory I can think of is being in the hospital for my brother being born. Dude, I thought you were about to say when you were born, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I came out with open arms. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember seeing his umbilical cord and being disgusted by it. And I was like, why does this guy have two wieners? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Anyway, that's my first memory. Second memory is when I was three years old. I kept, like, put my hand on the cake, trying to play with the cars on it, with, like, the decorations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I, uh, yeah, so I went to a different elementary uh, school than you two, and elementary school was pretty, it was pretty okay for me. I, uh, had borderline ADHD at the time. But at the time, no one, I think ADHD was just being, like, not discovered, but, like, known for what it is. It wasn't well known for what it was at the time. So, all my teachers, like, he he won't focus. He's, like, we're all, (laughs) I remember one time, the whole class is looking in this direction at the teacher. I'm sitting at the other direction looking at something else. (laughs) They got the window, like yeah. I think it was some other like assistant teacher doing something. I just sitting watching her instead. But yeah, year after year, my teachers are like, something's going on. One t- one teacher was like, oh yeah, it might be autism. Like, uh, I don't know about that. So we go to a, and I don't know. We get to my hospital, figure it out. It's just borderline ADHD. But then other than that, uh, elementary school is. I'm pretty good. I made uh, two good friends. Uh, one of them sat next to us in physics. You two. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's where yeah. we met, elementary school. Uh, the other one, he's homeschooled now, so uh, you guys never got to meet him. But uh, I don't have a whole lot of notable memories in elementary school. Uh, there was one, we found a gun on the playground. I mean, that was pretty cool, I guess. Oh wait, oh, hold, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't gloss over that, please. Go back. And then uh, next year we, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, you know how um, those elementary schools, all the old elementary schools in Grove City, are, like super old, mm-hmm. and they had those like portable portables connected to it. Right. Well, we had these little shingles that went into the ground, and there was this little end piece of some object stick sticking out. And we, me and my friend are like, oh, it's a walkie-talkie. Let's just pull on it and see what it is. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so my friend, he pulls on it. He can't get it out. And I finally pull. Like, I sit there for another minute or two pulling on it, and I pull it out. It wasn't a – it was the handle of a handgun. <laughs> I, I drop it. I drop it immediately, and I'm like, okay, I – no, not to pick these up. I mean, I was like seven or eight at the time. Right. And, of course, oh, my shit. friend just – my friend picks it up 
and he walks it over to the teacher with like probably 50 students around him. She goes, oh my God, your gun. Wait, so it was what it was just the <laughs> handle? It wasn't the full it wasn't oh, no, it was was the it, full gun. It was oh, the uh, handle that was. But you were pulling out. on the handle, gotcha. Yeah, so I he, thought it was a walkie-talkie or something. Full was it loaded? I don't think so. He didn't fire it. <laughs> well, right, but I mean you would know for sure what he but Jesus, man, that's yeah, the teacher... I love how you almost just like brought that up as an aside. You were like, Yeah, gun and 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 then uh next year. <laughs> Yeah, he brings it up to the teacher, and the teacher starts freaking out, like freaking out. What are you doing? Right, because she probably or she or he probably thought like he brought that. <laughs> right. You know? Jesus. Yeah, that was that was a fun memory. I'm trying to think what else in elementary school. I had a bunch of weird memories in elementary school. We had one pencil that would bleed blue stuff out of it, so we started painting the side of the school with this blue pencil. <laughs> Are you like sure it, was it wasn't this, a pen with ink? It was a pencil. It had a pencil, but the side of it had this blue paint on it. And this blue liquid was coming out of it. So we just painted the side of a white <laughs> the the white wall. <laughs> so that's that's a one memory. Um I'm not gonna say that one. <laughs> no. Uh, sure, I'll say it. Why not? Okay. Uh I started gagging at the, uh, you know, my, t- my teacher called me up and she's like, all right, we have a reading lesson to do. Every student has a reading lesson. Okay. And I wasn't feeling so good that day. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there and I start gagging because I'm, I'm not feeling good, right? And she's like, are you feeling all right? I didn't want to say no because I thought it would make me look weak or something. Yeah, you got to finish so your I, reading lesson. I'm like, no, I, I feel fine. <laughs> Anyway, I laughed later that day because I vomited all over the, her desk and the book. Finally, <laughs> like you threw up during your reading lesson? Yeah, I, I'm reading I vomit all over the book. Jacob, are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> and the teacher was just like, I thought you just said you were okay. <laughs> Poor teacher, so, dude. She was so frustrated because of that. Oh, my God. God damn. Oh. What about, uh, like... Did you go to an intermediate and a middle school? Because we did. I I know, like, when I bring that up, sometimes people are like, you went to, what the fuck is intermediate? Because, like, they just had middle, which is, like, five through um, eight instead of, like, or not five. Or, I think it's, I think it's uh, K through five and then right, six yeah, through it, eight six and through then eight. Nine, nine through 12. Or That's whatever how it, used it is. To be. But, That's how it used to be when uh, my mom was little. They, they just had too many people, so they started breaking it up. That's fair. I couldn't imagine a kindergartner and a sixth grader being in a building together. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's that's such, kinda... like, a big difference. Like, Well, I mean... The kindergartners are playing with the 12-year-olds. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like it is kind of weird. kids chasing down, I don't know. But uh, intermediate school... I, I got in so much trouble in intermediate school. Yeah. Just uh, just goofing off. That's about it. Like it, trouble in school, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of any notable, <laughs> notable uh, memories. I had one. <laughs> okay, I do have one funny memory. And the uh, we had recesses for 15 minutes. You were allowed to kick the football only, but not the four square ball. 
and I was super good at kicking, so I take the uh, four square ball and just kick it straight up into the air. <laughs> and this thing went flying. <laughs> and then uh, it goes into the neighbor's, uh, it goes over the fence and into the neighbor's court and just keeps rolling and rolling. So I jump over the fence and chase after it. Wait, so like it went into someone's house? No, it went down, it hit like a court, like the uh, court, like a dead end street. Okay, gotcha. But it we for it kind of weeds into the the uh, playground for some reason. But this thing just keeps rolling, so I start chasing after it, and I get back. And the teacher's like, and she's like, "What are you doing? You should not be kicking the four square ball. What are one getting into the other, an entire different neighborhood?" <laughs> so she so she sits me down. I sit down for like ten minutes. I'm like I really just want to get up and play. And she's finally like, "Okay." You can get up. Just don't do anything else. No, you didn't go back again. and do it again, did you? I get it. <laughs> like, what if I kick it again? So I kick it again. <laughs> That's just a prime example of like zero lesson learned. Anyway. Uh, Wait, what happened the, after? The, did she just uh, like the, sit you back down? <laughs> I think she did. She, I, I can't remember. I didn't get in trouble because the bell rang. Dang. We went inside. But, bell. Yeah. So that's uh, notable intermediate stuff. I don't know if you guys remember intermediate school, but the uh, lunches, like how good they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like they had McDonald's fries. They had some really good like chips and stuff. Oh, I used to buy people's fries off of them, like off of them. Like I pay them a dollar. A quick thing. I'd into my pockets and bring it to recess and just start eating it. Quick thing. Jacob fucking loves fries. Like to this day, if if me and him go out to like Wendy's or whatever and we get fries, I I usually don't finish mine just because I don't know. I eat my burger and I'm like, I don't really want the rest of them. I almost always have fries left over. And every single time I see Jacob eyeing my fries, and he's like, you got to finish this. <laughs> he lo- and he'll just like go crazy. <laughs> he finishes his fries before like I take my first bite sometimes. But, sorry, go on. But so, so wait, so you you would put them in your pocket like uh, like Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, I just shove up. Yeah, I have a big bulge in my right pocket. And it's all fresh. Oh, God. <laughs> So point them out one at a time, eating it. Oh, uh, damn, those are some good fries, though. They swapped. They swapped to Arby's fries the next year, so it kind of sucked. Like but, I mean, Arby's, Arby's, are, Arby's curly fries. Yeah, they didn't taste like curly. They're curly fries, but it looked like it. Yeah, kind of tastes like Dookie. You don't like Arby's, but, um, or do you? Do you like Arby's, but you didn't like the schools? I like Arby's, but the schools one didn't taste like Arby's. You like gotcha. Like okay, it. okay, okay. And then uh, middle school. So, yeah, that's when everyone broke apart from intermediate. Like, some went to Jackson, some went to Brook Park. Right. For, for the most part. Some people went to, like, Pleasant View, the one that's kind of just out there. Yeah. But middle school was okay, I guess. I mean, whoever says middle school's fun. Oh, I love middle school. Well, right. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's like starting to get to that age you know like puberty is and some shit and it's like just a weird time you're all angsty and yeah it's never fun yeah i'm trying to think of notable memories then um i didn't get in much trouble in middle school i kind of just did my stuff 
try and get good grades, A, Bs, maybe a C or two. I don't know. But um, there is there's a couple of good memories too. We had one where pipe burst, and just flooded the whole school. Like we had this uh, staircase that goes down to the gym. It's from the top to the second floor, and it leads down to the front. Uh, the exit, the front door, and the gym, and there's, it's just a waterfall. It's like white water coming all down the stairs. Oh god! Out the, out the exit, out the entrance, into the gym. It was a, it was a mess. I don't know how they they cleaned it up within like half an hour, but I don't know how because of the amount of water that came down, and it smelled oh, like moss god. for the rest of the year. That's insane. Oh, I, I I like don't. I feel like we had any like crazy crazy shit happen like that in school the, the shit you're talking about is like stuff that would be in like a kid's show you know <laughs> well you had like a crazy crazy school bullshit going on yeah i think that some second one will be a lot of fun oh god <laughs> my uh i had a really really good math teacher in my seventh grade year yeah but his uh father was passing away so we had a substitute come in it's a nasty old lady. I can't remember her name, like Mrs. Bieber or something. It's, it's, something, <laughs> it's something nasty, but she, uh, no one liked her at all. Someone, I don't know how this happened. She had a mouse. I think I might have told you this, Danny, but she had a mouse for her computer. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the guy in our uh, physics table. Oh, right. Water bottle. He would, yeah, he. <laughs> That's the code name now, by the way. Yeah, water bottle was uh, sitting there. He looked in his desk. There's a second mouse in there. Oh, no. He moves it, and it moves her, like, the projector screen's on. It moves her mouse. Oh, God. (laughs) Someone had plugged in a mouse into her computer and put it into his desk and didn't take it out. Wait, I'm sorry. Was it her original one or was it a secondary one? So she also has control? She has control, but someone had a secondary right. <laughs> so they're both so, fighting over the mouse. Yeah, and yeah, and we didn't like this teacher. So of course Jake would like swift like he moved his uh, desk over and the whole thing would slide. <laughs> and he, he remembers saying that the uh she was like, What is going on with this thing? Mm. He's sitting here getting frustrated by it. <laughs> Poor lady. So, that was fun. Uh, eighth grade. I don't know a whole lot. Real quick, yeah. do you guys remember that substitute that, like, every fucking time, every time I had him, I would see he wear, like, those those polos all the time, and his nipples are always poking. Yeah! <laughs> every, every time. Yeah. Every single time. Every time I had him, I was like, it's nipple man. And like he'd walk in, yeah. walk in, first thing I'd see is his nipples like looking at me. <laughs> it was every fucking time the entire class period, his nipples were poking through his shirts. Didn't he uh didn't he teach the sociology class? I don't know. Maybe. I don't I thought he did. I never I was Wait, the that. old guy. It wasn't yeah. he wasn't crazy old, but he was like Late for late late forties maybe. Oh, okay. The guy I'm thinking uh, seventy. Yeah. Me too. Really? Maybe he's older than I remember, but like there were he... two nipple guys. What? <laughs> was he? Was he like? Was he like? Uh, not super skinny, but like 
Average build. He was wide, but not fat. I don't want to see. Never mind. He's broad. I think, is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. I think we're wide. talking about two different guys because my dude, he was definitely like not super slender, but he just was average build. But his nipples, dude, every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like cut diamonds with that shit, <laughs> man. Those motherfuckers could guide a plane down on the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I totally derailed here. Uh, Okay. Jacob, what were you what were you talking about? <laughs> so where were we? Uh seventh grade, eighth grade, nipple boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so freshman year. Uh, this is when I just started taking school seriously. Like I wanted to do good because I wanted to get into Ohio State to go into the engineering, which they're like super competitive. So I started Really trying to take it seriously. Did you know you were gonna be in a, like going to engineering uh, freshman year? Uh, I had a vague idea. I knew okay. something math like, so I and they're usually kind of competitive. So I thought, yeah, I might as well try just in case. Um, I didn't really make a whole lot of friends freshman year. I mean, freshman year, you just. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just drank <laughs> my drink and uh, cheers up at Garen, but uh, go on. <laughs> Yeah, not a little what happened freshman year. Um, noticeable memories. No, I'm not even gonna say this. Hmm. <laughs> what? What you is it? You can keep going. Uh, no, it's it's actually like I can tell you after the stream. It's probably not anything super good. Yeah. But, um, is it like? Had, never mind. I'm sorry. Go on. We had a. Uh, it was me, water bottle, and two other guys. <laughs> We're sitting at a uh, table. We had this one guy come up. He said, hey, check out this apple. We were like, okay. He just takes it and throws it all the way across the cafeteria. <laughs> and it lands on some guy's knee. I, I, think like, you, I think you've told me this story before. <laughs> but go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all the notable. <laughs> all the stuff I remember from freshman year. Anyway, sophomore year. <laughs> um, yeah, not a whole lot. I mean, you and me, Danny, we met. Yeah, briefly. I mean, I think kinda. you and me, Garen, were probably in a few classes. I think we might have been in ceramics or something. Maybe I something like that. I can't remember, uh, but yeah, me and Danny, we were in a Excel Algebra Miss, 2, baby. Yeah, Miss Fulton. But uh, yeah, junior is when stuff got a lot of fun. For sure. So I wasn't in any sports. Like the last sports I did was in eighth grade. So I wasn't like in good shape at all. But um, me and Danny were friends at the time. I was like, I was thinking about joining track because I thought, oh, you know, running sounds kind of fun, which is not something I'd imagine a lot of people think. No. Running. But um, yeah, I asked Danny, he's like, I'm thinking about joining the track. And Danny's like, Yes, you're doing track. Yeah, I was like, I was like, trust me, you're not gonna regret this. Like, please do it. Yeah, so I go into it, and I swear, that first workout I ever did. Do you remember what? Did you go to? You went to conditioning, right? Yeah, I remember the uh, first workout I ever did, like for track. It was in conditioning, and the next day I could not sit down. What was the? Do you remember what the workout was? It was five three hundreds, and the one hundred was a one. Oh yeah, that one's a, that was a tough one. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it was class. conditioning, so, you know. I meet you in class, and I'm just sitting there, like, hovering over my seat, <laughs> slowly sitting down. It was, it was <laughs> painful. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I, I never uh, – I'm sorry, I keep interrupting, but um, the, uh, the one – the very first workout I ever did, um, like, freshman year of track – what was it, the 16200? Yeah, it was 16200s. So you're essentially running two miles, but like in sprints and broken up. And it was like the same similar type of shit where you would sprint a 200, uh, pretty much like 80% speed, you know, like pretty damn fast. And then you would just walk, yeah. walk the 200. And like, as soon as you got back to the, the start of where you were, then you just sprint again. And you just <laughs> did that 16 fucking times. And then... They're like, all right, go ahead and go home. That so I only had to do that once. Yeah. Senior year. Uh, but, um, I don't know. That's all I can think of junior year. And then senior is the best year I've ever had. It's when uh, you and me, Garen, started to know each other more at uh, mm-hmm. physics. So that was mm-hmm. such a good class. Oh, so fun. But, um, I also joined country, cross country, which I was not planning on doing. <laughs> I, was like, I, I hate one mile. I hate running one mile. I can't imagine doing over three. Yeah, without yeah. stopping. It's, like, it's that's... tough. But uh, yeah, I tried it out, and then track season started. I was like, I kind of want to. I, I really want to do well this track season because last season I. I did okay, but like I was last in every race. I was like, I, I just want to be second to last this time. So I started like really picking up on some workouts before conditioning. And then uh conditioning came came and gone, and then we went into the track season. And yeah, I made a couple PRs. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so right now you're <laughs> downplaying the fuck out of this, and I'm not gonna let you do that. <laughs> Jacob fucking killed it senior year he came out and he like kicked my ass like he no seriously like we no you beat me in that (laughs) well no but what i'm saying is like you were like middle back of the pack uh junior year and i was like sort of like middle-ish middle front um for most of my track stuff but he came out like the the thing we would do is an 800 for like a time trial and the like junior year <clears throat> he was pretty far behind me senior year all of a sudden he's like on my ass the entire time like right with me and like i was like really hauling to like beat him he came out and killed it senior year to like the point where he knocked off almost an entire lap of his mile with his pr like he's downplaying the fuck out of this garen <laughs> He killed it senior Jesus, year. The, the improvement was insane. And he always like, he's like, yeah, I did all right. No, he came out and he fucking killed it. So just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, but I, I had a lot of fun that year. Um, hmm. Well, I guess it leads right into college. College has been a blur because of COVID. Yeah. Like, I spent half my time in college at home. So, uh, that kind of sucks. Like, if you ask me, like, if someone were to ask me, 
when did you take this class? I'd sit there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what year was that? Like, I don't remember the order because everything's just like one big blob of just school stuff I did. I, I don't know how to explain it, but. No, I think I, I get what you're saying. Do you regret not living in the dorms at all? Kind of, just because I hear some pretty funny stories, especially from my dad, because <laughs> back then they let anyone into ORSU. Like he said, when, uh, when my dad went, the first, within the first week, the dorms were flooded because nice. people left the sinks on. They put, uh, they put soap all down the, all, uh, the hallway. They're taking mattresses and just sliding down. Sliding Jesus Right. <laughs> so after hearing that, I'm thinking, I really want to really do that. But I, I don't regret it because I have a friend who was in the dorms and he said he had some pretty bad roommates. So I'm just thinking, yeah. I got to sleep. I got to sleep without anyone else in my room making noises. I didn't. And I probably saved a couple thousand bucks. Doing yeah, that. you definitely did. <laughs> because the dorms are getting like stupid expensive. Yeah. Just for sitting in one room. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, but yeah, now I'm in my senior year doing a capstone project, which all engineering students have to do. And what we're doing is we're modeling a race car and building the race car. Damn. Like we have the race car built. I can even show you like a photo of it if you want to see. I'm sorry for uh, sorry for audio listeners, but yeah, it's maybe... get fucked audio listeners. Well, well, maybe maybe we'll put the it fucking up. Video. I don't even know if we're gonna put a video up. You're pointing at the oh, wrong yeah. screen. <laughs> wrong camera. Damn. This is what we're modeling. Well, now we have to make a clip out of this so you can everyone can see this. That does look really nice. It is badass. It's pretty cool. We'll be uh driving it in May, I think. May or I don't know, sometime in the like early summer. Oh yeah. That's pretty so, cool. So yeah, that's my story of uh flooded hallways, <laughs> fries up to building race cars. So. Nice. <laughs> Jacobs was yeah. a lot more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did leave out some other stuff but no and that's fine i'm not gonna i'm not, I'm not trying to doing. say i'm not trying to say that you like talk about some sad shit but i'm just saying like this one time i died difference and i didn't oh yeah <laughs> that's a fun story i can um, tell you again if you <laughs> I, I was gonna say um i think we were in middle school it, it's reminding me of a story danny um when your friend phoenix was visiting yeah do you remember when we were hanging out? At oh, the the, uh, the, at the elementary school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could tell it. You could tell yeah. it. I remember it all that well. Um, I just remember. I don't even remember when we got there. I just remember it was Phoenix, Danny, and myself. We were just hanging out, chilling, running around, being dumbasses, whatever. <laughs> and uh, we're sitting up on top of the new, the newer playground. Which, side note, if you've seen those playgrounds recently, the old playground is fucking trash. Well, I'm it sure because, so, well, even, so even the same year that we got, so we got the new one and the old one looks like shit just because it was like all gray and brown. 
like like yeah. a, like a mute tan was like mm-hmm. the entire old playground so we get this new one that's like vibrant bright colors and also yeah. just straight up new shit and everyone played there no one ever played it the other one just they would they would just do the swings at the old one basically yeah so i'm sure it looks like um, shit now right but i just remember uh we were sitting up on top of the new playground which was like kind of like a almost like a staircase like a little bridge uh going to where the big slide was and we're sitting on this bridge and we see this truck this red truck sitting there and oh, i think i remember the story i yeah. think i <laughs> think it one. was danny i think it was danny we talked about this in a really old video that, that should never ever see danny. the light of day oh the channel probably, name is I, I i'm pretty sure it's still on my channel i think we posted it there I know what the channel well, is. I'm not gonna not. say it, but oh, hold on, guys. Let me show my screen. No. I, rem- I, re- I remember it too, um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Danny that was like, "I dare you to flick that car off." Yeah, I dare you to do it. <laughs> and I was like, you know, being like a dumb kid, I was like, "No, like, yeah, you're stupid or whatever." And then I'm pretty sure Phoenix chimed in and was, you know, kind of pushing me to do it. So I just, you know, just flicked it off. And they so I flicked it off as they were leaving. Yeah, and the truck was pulling out, like they were leaving the park. And it was maybe like these 16, 17, maybe 18 year old kids. Yeah, and we're like, what, like we're, we're 13, pretty maybe. Young. Yeah, we're 12, like 12, 13. 13. So we're like all these big kids. Yeah. Um, so I just, I do them and we all laugh about it. We, they slammed on their brakes <laughs> dude like like and if back up it's like <laughs> yeah in that i saw the lights flash and i was like oh god <laughs> and we all took off yeah we all like because well because there was like the little like ladderish the ladder type thing was it was it the spiral <laughs> ladder or was it just normal i, I don't even remember uh, I oh i think i know what you're talking about but it was like it was like stuff it was something we all couldn't go down at once so we're all like freaking out trying to get down it and then like we realized that they were just pulling away anyway and so we we're like oh thank god like but there was like yeah. a, a solid like five seconds of we are gonna get beat up by these 18 year olds oh yeah i was scared and they drove like a really shitty red truck too like you could see the rust on it from where we were sitting yeah which was a pretty good distance i'd say at least like 50 yards yeah, that's a- um that's a fun. That's a fun memory for me. Yeah, that would. That, <laughs> oh God, this is dumb that, shit that we get into. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like all the other dumb shit we all used to do. Remember that nasty brown truck someone had at track? <laughs> what? Didn't we call it like the poop mobile or something? <laughs> I don't remember, remember that at all. Someone what? Had a very old busted up brown truck they brought to track every day i don't remember that at all i don't know and every time we saw it we're like oh hey it's the poop mobile or whatever i do remember like a lot of dumb cross-country stuff like uh do you remember oh god this is kind of sad uh the squirrel do you remember that (laughs) yeah no no, i don't uh basically we went on a long run one day And when we came back, Trey was like looking a little bit sad. I'm like, oh man, that kind of sucked. And uh, we were like, what happened? And he's like, yeah, there was a squirrel that fell out of the tree, like one of the really, really tall trees 
you remember like next to the track garen the the woods that were all there mm-hmm. the school those... fell out right in front of them yeah like, onto, onto the concrete the from like one of those really really tall trees <laughs> fell off the, and, and laid on the concrete but it didn't die and so it just was like paralyzed on the ground and like like dying and so trey like took a rock and was like we got to put it out of his misery and like smashed it so that well, was the- <laughs> well here's here's the thing i was there when he was trying to smash it oh you were yeah i was right next to him Shit. and i see him with the rock and he like lightly taps it I'm like what are you doing do you have to do it all the way because yeah you, you can't and i'm like i'm not watching this i just run off god, apparently it took dude. him like two or three tries to get it I was like, what? oh my god yeah. dude that one was interesting he also like uh do you remember the oh wait the rec center when he climbed on top yeah he like got on the roof of the rec center and uh i think one i think it was like some lady saw him up there and was like went to our coach and was like you need to take care of these kids and like make sure they aren't doing dumb shit or whatever she said and then we got like this huge thing where he was like what the hell are you guys doing when you're on your long runs but uh yeah that was a dumb one he just like climbed up one of the supports and just got on the roof of the rec center that reminds me of a story of my uh grandpa when he was younger he used to have a pet bird and he was in the military like he served in vietnam so he he has like some guns he's a couple pistols like a shotgun i think just from when he served his time but the bird, I think, broke a wing or something. They weren't able to take care of it. So they took the gun. And uh, this is told from my grandma's perspective. My uh, grandpa was in the basement. Or he might have been in the garage or something. And you hear a gunshot because he, well, trying to take it out of its misery. Oh, trying to hear another gunshot. Oh, no. <laughs> he comes back upstairs and he pulls a shotgun out. <laughs> And then Graham was like, what is going on? And then my grandma was like, this stupid thing won't die. He shot it twice with a pistol? And it didn't work, yeah. So what, he, pulled, he just he shoot it in upstairs. the head. I don't know what he did, but it did not <laughs> die. So he pulls a, he gets a shotgun out and does it. That, like, would just, just destroy the bird if it's like a... I'm sorry. <laughs> He's getting bigger and bigger guns every time. (laughs) He comes back up. It won't die. Grabs the RPG. Goes right back downstairs. He pulls a missile launcher. (laughs) Like a tank rolls in. God. Well, I feel like we have to tell one more lighthearted story before we end it. My great-grandpa had a monkey named Bubbles that threw poop at people. Yeah? It's a good story to end on. What kind of fucking life do you... (laughs) Did your family live? (laughs) Holy shit. This was a long time ago. Yeah, he had a monkey named Bubble. <laughs> you said who did? Oh my my great grandpa. Oh, did you ever meet him? Oh, uh, when I was like ten. Yeah, yeah. This is like when he was young. Did he have the monkey when you met him? Oh no, this is when he was like. Oh damn, 15, dude, that was so cool. Like, this was a long time ago before I was before my parents were even around. Yeah, that's crazy. Well. I feel like we've how long have we been going? Hour, probably. Yeah, probably. I think that's a good a good amount of time. <clears throat> Does anyone else have any pressing matters they wanna? wanna my dad doesn't to? like my dad doesn't like monkeys. No? <laughs> no. 
Why like any? Uh, I, I guess. Well, so when he, he told me a story about when he was a when he was younger, he went to the zoo with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and he was up by like the monkey cage, and one grabbed his hair and started pulling his head, banging it against. Damn, the- dude! Oh. Was it like was it the uh, was it the Columbus Zoo? Uh, I have no oh, idea. Because I'm imagining no idea. I'm imagining the orangutan one. Because they yeah. can like get up and close and shit. Damn. Oh, that's a that I don't know. That's a funny story. I think. My youngest uh youngest sister, she doesn't like gorillas. She thinks they're so fucking creepy. <laughs> that and owls, she's like, hell no. Creepy. Yeah. Um this is kind of random. I don't know what made me think of this. But uh, I guess another funny story is, so when I was younger, uh, before my great-grandmother passed away, she lived in Pennsylvania in Williamsport, which is actually where my grandfather was born. Uh, at least that's where he was raised. Um, but we'd go to Pennsylvania every year and we'd visit her uh, for like a week and we'd go watch the Little League World Series. Well, at the Little League World Series, where they host the games, there was a giant hill. If you ever watch the Little League, um, you'll see it. And uh, it's just this massive hill. And kids will take, like, pieces of cardboard and just go sledding down the hill. Damn. Like, just in the middle of summer. And so one of these days, I think it had just rained the night before. That's good. That's good, uh, summer sledding. The hill was muddy. And we, I just had a big piece of cardboard, and I remember uh, Griffin was there, and my two little cousins were there. And uh, <laughs> so one, one of the times, you know, I run all the way up to the top, and I'm, I'm getting ready to go down. Well, I start going down the hill, and I mean, I'm flying. <laughs> I'm just moving. And I'm pretty sure it was my little cousin, Anthony. He was walking across, and I was like, Anthony, get out of the way. Oh, God, though. smack right in his <laughs> legs. And, oh, my God, I remember he was crying so bad. I felt terrible. You know, like, um, a, like a video game when you, hit, when you, like, sweep someone's legs and they just cartwheel in the air? <laughs> <That's so laughs> oh, my gosh. I have, another, I have another story about the Little League World Series. Um, so another time we were there, um, and at this point we were just sitting down, um, lower on the hill, kind of off to the side, uh, cause there was like, there were areas where people would sit, you know, just to watch the games. And then you had like the sledding section and then like more of the hill where people would sit to watch the games. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting down, I'm sitting on this blanket and earlier in the day, I'd asked my dad if I could get a slushie. And so I was like, he was like, okay, whatever. So I got this like. I think it was a cherry flavored slushy, so it was like you know, bright red, whatever. Well, I believe both you guys know I have a deathly fear of bees. Oh, really? I don't know why. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I am terrified of bees. I don't know why. I just don't like them near me. You're I not like allergic, bees, are you? No, I'm not allergic at all. I mean, I've fair been enough. By bees, plenty of times. Um, so, but I just. When they get like when they get near me, or God forbid, one lands on me, it's I, I don't know. I just it's game it. over. Yeah, pretty much. 
well, well you know I'm it's saying, probably yeah. not good though that like if you're scared of them and one lands on you you just smack the shit out of it it stings you like <laughs> that's not a good combo <laughs> well so here's my dad would try to downplay this so much but uh <laughs> i'm sitting there and my slushy had a straw mm-hmm. so i'm sitting there sipping on my slushy and this plays in slow motion in my head every time I'm going to take a drink of my slushy, and a bee flies right across my eyes. <laughs> I remember it so vividly. And I just remember, like, I dropped the slushy and just went, wow, like screaming. The slushy dropped, smacked square on the bottom of the cup, and the slushy inside just <laughs> out all over the people in front of us. Like, people Damn. were wearing white Damn. shirts. And like all this other stuff. <laughs> so like, these people are just covered in red slushy. So my dad just hands me a piece of cardboard. He's like, go, get the fuck out. Go, go, go. Go down the hill. Go, run. Go. And that, that's the last thing I remember. I don't even remember anything after that. You know I, what I imagine there? You know, um, I've never seen the movie, but it's an X-Men movie and the Quicksilver scene where the bee goes by is going all slow because he's like, he knows someone's in trouble, so he's like perceiving time also, so he can go all fast. That's why I'm imagining with you. <laughs> like, you see its <laughs> wings flapping, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're a little over it. Yeah. We're probably over an hour now. So we can go ahead and we can go ahead and call it. Uh, thanks for doing this again, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for listening, and maybe if we put it on YouTube for watching, I appreciate. Yeah, if you got this far, good for you. Thank Um, you. We love you. If you're watching the video, if you're listening to audio, go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm just kidding. We love all our viewers and listeners. We do. We We appreciate you for listening to us. Be dumb. Yeah, and sorry for the heavy hitting shit, but. Too bad. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to talk about some heavy shit. So, oh, well, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out with three idiots talking for an hour plus. (laughs) We'll see you next time.